Hi, today is January 7th, 2024. I'm Todd Agasawar. This is Mobius Podcast 491. First one of the calendar year. Joined as usual by the good Dr. John Westfall. And, I try uh, to be as good as possible. Yeah, always good, always good. And our, our equally good friend, <laughs> Sven Johansson. Um, hey, Sven. Hi, Dan. Yeah, we uh, we were supposed to also be joined by another good friend, um, Don Sorsinelli, but he is under attack by the uh, the storm that's hitting the East Coast right now, and so he's dealing with uh, more snow than you can swat a snow shovel at. So yeah. shake a shovel at. <laughs> you know, having been in that situation, I can uh, I can sympathize. Yeah, shoveling snow is no fun. Been there, done that. Don't want to do it again. Um, especially during I was the there storm. Friday. You were? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we're yeah, we, coming again We today. haven't had snowfall here in Honolulu, by the way, so just FYI. <laughs> Has Honolulu <laughs> ever had snow? <laughs> Has it ever had snow? No, because it, it doesn't even get nearly cold enough. I think the record low for Honolulu near sea level is probably in the high 50s, maybe mid-50s. But you do but have volcanoes we... that uh, get snow on the top. So. The lowest temperature yes. ever recorded in Honolulu was 52 degrees on January okay. 20th, 1969. All right. So that was a ways back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and Swen's right. Uh, the on Maui Halekala regularly gets snow. Um, it's about, I think it's close to 9,000 feet above sea level. And uh, on, and on, maybe 10,000. Oh, and and yeah. and on the big island Mauna Kea, uh, for yeah. sure gets snow. So you can you can see it. Well, you can Maybe both of them can see nice. snow. Yeah, they even got snowboarders going up there, which I think is foolhardy because there's a lot of rocks. Up there. <laughs> I mean, it's not it's not deep snow. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't take speaking. your best board. Yeah. <laughs> or Colorado, so, they have a thing called rock skis. Really? Well, yeah, that's that's the ones you take when it's not that deep. Oh, uh, I see. That's <laughs> it. When. I, I need. I didn't know that. Um, you know, my experience with snow is so old that a lot of stuff that's taken for granted, even modern snowshoes, which I saw for the first time uh, about ten or eleven years ago, is it? Those are snowshoes. They don't look anything like the ones I used when I was a kid. But anyway, I digress. Okay, so um, first, first well, you podcast. Had to, you had to kill your old walrus, didn't you, to make snowshoes? Walruses. <laughs> <laughs> they were too far south. I was five hundred miles right. from the. From the ocean, we're in Alaska. I was deep, deep, yeah. deep, deep in central Alaska. Um, oh, before before we really, really get started, I wanted to thank Paul Lawler for taking time to not only have lunch with me uh, on Friday, uh, but also recorded Mobile View's mini podcast 41, where we tested three microphones in a very noisy restaurant to just see how they did. And um, all of them are processed. I should say, none. Of, I didn't release the raw audio for any of them. I, I pro- post-processed all of them using Adobe Podcast Enhance. So it's interesting to see how the different microphones uh, behaved under that, that circumstance and how Adobe Podcast Enhance tried to fix all the problems, which I think it did a pretty credible job. You can hear a lot of uh, aliasing artifacts, especially on me. For some reason, Paul's voice always sounds good, even in noisy conditions, and mine always sounds bad, but... Hey, you know what? You got what you got and got to work with it. So thank you, Paul. Appreciate the time you spent helping me test that stuff. That was uh, a lot of fun. We had some, we had a good lunch. Okay. So, so Swen, as, yes. as I mentioned before uh, we started the podcast, you tend to get a lot more stuff than John. And... <laughs> I, I would so say I... that has been true in the, in the past. I've, I've cut down this year. I'm still working on an iPhone 14 and the original Ultra Watch. Oh, how sad! Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> terrible. Now I, I'm, I'm terrified of what's going to happen here in the spring when you know all the new iPads come out. I'm sure they will because they skipped oh, this year. Oh, you really year think entirely. it's going to be this spring? I hope so. Yeah, they skipped this year at all. Uh, last year, yeah, I guess now. 2023, yeah, Probably. no iPads yeah. at all of any kind. Yeah, and uh, I am you know, really looking can, forward to a you know, new 15 iPad inch mini. Air or something like that. Yeah, oh my gosh! Well. So I, I I think what that's going to happen on the mini is my uh, wife will get the new one. I'll get her old one. But, um, <laughs> Does she have a six? Uh, she has the latest. We both have the latest right now, but hers has LTE okay. in it, and mine does not. Oh, I so. see. Yeah, that is. But nice. she actually yeah. uses it. Uses the LTE yeah. on it. Uses it for everything out, out and then everything. So yeah, it I is never I really away from her. I really hope they have an uh, 
an ARM, well, not an ARM necessarily, but an Apple Silicon M M series chip in the next iPad Mini because yeah, I really would like to have an external display for my iPad Mini. I think that'd be terrific. You know, for that those times when you're just Mini Pro, uh, yeah, an iPad Mini Pro that, would be does fine. It, does that fit in their lineup? No. I don't know. Their lineup's pretty confusing. Their, the iPad, the regular size iPad lineup is really confusing to me. You know, I think they, I think John pointed out to me a couple of months ago, they dropped the Air um, moniker. And so there's just now an iPad and iPad Pro, I guess. Uh, and then there's all the different sizes. So very confusing. But yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to an M-powered iPad mini of some kind. So I can get a... Um, a second display, not just a mirrored display. I, I found that to be pretty useful on a M2 powered iPad that I have. Yeah. So, so did you pick up the Pixel Watch or anything like that? Ah, uh, not the new one. I still have the old one. Um, mm -hmm. So, uh, the original, not the Pixel Watch Two. Right. Right. Um, right. Well, you really did. I, I, yeah, I, I feel did. like we I mean, bring you on here just to help us make bad decisions about what should, we should buy. <laughs> we should buy and exactly. well, you should go over. You should go over to Timbuktu and buy some more bags. Oh, oh should, okay. Oh no, because I did no. do that. I uh, I have ordered me a new messenger bag, even though I I have four within sight here, but um, um, they've got uh, it, they they update their stuff periodically. They're one of those. The, they're one of those horrible products where if you buy one, it will last you forever. Yes, I have one. However, however, each year they come out with new stuff that says, gee, I would like that, you know, so you yeah. buy a new one that will also last forever. So, um, but uh, yeah, the new one's got some kind of neat, it's got uh, water bottle strap things on the inside so they're not hanging out and banging and oh, stuff. Oh, that is nice actually. Um yeah, and then uh, you get a choice if you customize it. Uh, you get a choice of various different inside layouts. So, actually, oh, he's taking a picture of the of the uh, things, putting the notes there. Yeah, I so, um, I did do that, but to me, it's it's my own Christmas slash birthday present <laughs> to me. I mean, I there honestly, you go. Honestly, did not get a single thing for Christmas. Wow, from anybody. That's, oh, that's <laughs> so sad. How how bad were you last year? Yeah, no, it's, it's, hit every it's, single naughty list on the I, planet. It's it's what I told him that I wanted. I don't want anything. Ah, I mean, ah did you get a lump of coal too? I mean, <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, could you use uh, that to be warmer? You know, I'm supposed to be on a bag diet since I don't actually go anywhere. You know, I have minimal. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the other problem. You know, I, I'm not traveling. Bag coating needs, but I nevertheless I have an, uh, a tablet. I have a tablet shoulder bag coming in this week. So, oh, for my iPad mini. So it's a small one. Uh, uh -huh. It's it's designed for, you know, like a, I'm looking at the description for a Samsung Tab A7 Lite, which is, a you know, like eight inches, Fire HD 8 and or, or, or iPad mini. So you know, definitely on a small size, but that's that's all I carry <clears> these <throat> days. You know, I don't carry a full size yeah, iPad find, anywhere. I find my, uh, I have one, uh, one bag that I've got actually three of. I could show it to you guys real quick, but I'll find it. It's sure. this thing. You know, I think we, you know, I think the you know, the only Timbuktu that I have is from uh, back in the days when we were Microsoft MVPs. I yeah. think they gave us a gray one that, like you said, nope. just basically lasts forever. I don't know if that was from a, that was a Timbuktu. Yeah, I, think that was... I don't recall one. We okay. got a couple of uh, uh, Swiss, Swiss gear stuff. Yeah, I remember the Swiss stuff too. We we got yeah. they gave us a lot of bags, right? We're yeah, like they bag. Do. Um, I'm just putting in a link to Timbuktu so I don't forget. Timbuktu, got it. You know, we're talking about this, and I am more amazed as anyone that I've been on the same bag as my daily driver for over a year now, and that's the uh, Linus Tech Tips backpack. And yeah. it's just the only re it's it's huge, but. I can take it when I travel. I can take it to work every day. It's not overly big for that. Uh, and it's just shocking to me. And I, I do use the Nomadic collapsible collection. I have all of that, and I use it when we travel occasionally. But my daily driver has been consistent, which if you had told me that I would ever have a consistent daily driver, because I used to switch bags weekly or every other week, <laughs> I would not have believed you. But uh it sort of fits all my needs. And every time I think, oh, I should go to something smaller, like the collapsible collection has a backpack. I'll take that out. 
uh, I come back to the the big backpack uh, eventually. So you know, you know what we should do for one of our podcasts is we should do um, bags that stood the test of time. Wait, <laughs> you know, I mean, or just certain... our bag inventory that would be yeah. really interesting. You know, yeah. I did that a oh, number no. years ago. Uh, on my blog somewhere, I have the bags that I've had for years, and I did a bag inventory. I'll see if I can pull it up because it'd be cu- I'm curious how many of them I still have that I never use because I I just can't part with them because I'm so I know. I, I'm sick when it comes to these things sometimes. Yes, we have that gene that you know that yeah I I got gotcha. you. I have the same sickness. Um, I actually did donate about five bags last year and i you know sort of out of sight out of mind i haven't really missed them or anything and of course you know i've still got like 20 or 30 bags that are cluttering up the house that my wife keeps saying when are you going to dump these things um i i actually got rid of a bunch of stuff here recently when i get purging all my ancient electronics found a place yeah actually pay me for them so oh that's um, right you told me about that and i went and i went down the while i was doing that same kind of places they were sitting. I had boxes and put it yeah. into them to goodwill. I figured somebody would use them. I put a thing in the yeah. notes. There's a bag that I've got actually three of these things. Uh, it's a solo bag. Uh, Solo's the company. Oh. And Microsoft yeah. made, um, used to make them. Uh, oh, that's a very you nice. Go to, got, you, could, yeah. you could go to the Microsoft. Yeah, you could go to the Microsoft store. Stores, that one says Microsoft Surface on it. Yeah. Um, so it, so Microsoft actually oh, put nice. their brand on them occasionally, but they're I, that they're big enough for any Surface, a 13-inch MacBook Pro, uh, and they have some good padding yeah. on the inside. There's got two yeah. compartments on the inside, yeah, and they're not very big. That's that's what I really like about them is they're they're very compact. For a long and, time, that was the elusive thing. When I'm looking at this bag, uh, uh, I, you know, it can carry a tablet or a small computer yeah. and accessories, <laughs> and I had. It seemed like if you got a tablet sleeve, you could not get something with actual pockets on it. And the only one I have that I still cherish to this day is I have one that's Apple branded, and I'm pretty sure it was just given out to geniuses in the stores because it's got enough for a tablet and then two pockets on the outside and a pocket on the back. So it'd be really great if you're just walking around an Apple store helping customers, blah, blah, blah. But I've never seen it. I found it on eBay years ago, and I've never seen a identifier to to find other ones that I've never seen on eBay since. Yeah, there was a there was a time when Apple stores you could I I I don't think I have it anymore, but I had an Apple kind of a fisherman cable sweater with a with the old colored uh-huh. Apple logo on it. You could buy socks and hats and you know Oh yeah. Scarves yeah, and everything. Back in the days when we could go visit the company store. There's a lot of fun stuff. Well not even a company store. They had I mean when I was down in Florida, which would have been uh, uh-huh. late eighties, I uh-huh. there were Apple Apple retail stores. Oh, 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 wait, uh, in the late 80s? And I was, yeah, let me see, 90, yeah, 90. Maybe, I don't know when the first Apple store came out. Was it Steve Jobs still alive? Yeah, well, I was down in Florida. I was at Centco. Yeah, interesting. In the late 80s. Yeah, late 80s. Um, I was an Apple Apple user group president, so I was, you know, I was in and out of that store constantly because they supported it. (laughs) Uh, They supported that stuff, and they, they, put stuff aside for me, you know, that they got one or two of. They put one aside right. in case I wanted it. Stuff yeah, because like so. they know you like we know you. <laughs> yeah, and they knew you did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, that was a great sweater. It shrunk you know, comic, a lot. I comic think. book that's stores do that for frequent, do it. Comic book stores do that for frequent comic buyers, you know, they'll put aside. You, you normally have to, uh, yeah. I think, have a list for them, but they'll put it aside for you. Of course, now everything's digital, so I don't know. If, I don't even know there are comic stores bookstores left but probably not as many as before you know one thing i did want to mention i didn't have it in the show notes but i just stuck it in is i don't know if you guys saw that remember how microsoft used to make mice and keyboards and stuff and mm-hmm. they yeah, kind of stopped yeah. just a couple of years ago i, I saw yep. a news article in fact i posted a, one of the articles yep. from pc world in case we'll take over microsoft mouse and keyboard business so i thought that was kind yeah, of interesting it, 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 i read that thing and it, it seems like that uh you know the microsoft said they were going to concentrate on the surface line and yeah. there are there are surface mice and surface keyboards out there uh-huh and uh, they may be from keeping microsoft. those and yeah from microsoft yeah they may be keeping yeah. those i probably got one yeah so this yeah. little flat thing super flat horrible mm-hmm. thing is a surface mouse you know yeah. 
Oh yeah, I've got one of those. But, yeah, it's a surface. In fact, mouse. I think I bought it because I saw yeah. yours. <laughs> That's my goal. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, Microsoft yeah, a, made a lot of good good stuff. I'm I'm more logical yeah. now than I am. The the uh, the PC World article has a has a list. Yeah. This is the following products have been confirmed for release. The prices and precise dates are known. It's about two dozen mice and keyboards. It looks like sculpt, wireless comfort, ergonomic, uh, kind of generic Bluetooth keyboard. Uh, that's the name, by the way, just Bluetooth keyboard and sculpt and the modern, which I guess is like Teams kind of stuff. Modern mobile mouse, yeah, modern wireless headset, audio dock. Well, oh, that's interesting. And they're what do you think the audio? going to get their. Uh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> They have a little dock that has uh, speakers, microphone, and stuff that, yeah. that you can use for Teams. Oh, it's really designed to be a Teams interface. So yeah. you plug your Surface into that, it becomes your speaker and microphone, and you can oh. plug your mic uh, keyboard, mouse, stuff like that into it. Oh, nice! So, nice. Yeah, not I'd a bad little dock of Chinano. Yeah, it's a that's a pretty nice little unit. Yeah. So like a you, Surface you dock me, with a mic. That too, by the way. Mic. When you, when you showed me that anchor. Um, tablet stand that was also a full USB-C dock. Mm -hmm. After that, I think I got another half a dozen, but in a various brands and models just to fuss with them. See what you started? <laughs> yeah, I know. There's another new thing that I just saw that keeps popping up in my Facebook. Belkin has this 11-in-1 thing uh, that's designed that uh, it kind of sits under the back of your laptop, so it raises your laptop up a little bit, but it's got all these connections on it. And one of them it has on it is a VGA connector. So, really, Those we are really rare. still need we really still need a VGA connector on my you know right my MacBook well, you know, Air. Well, you know, some people still have some old gear, you know, and you know they keep their well, you know, it's but like I, I think until but recently, but I, I think got, John but was I got using a, a really old monitor. Was I, I still am? I I still have a eleven year old Apple Cinema display, which over but the winter I was looking display. at over the break i was looking at replacing the all-in-one cable because it's starting to crack and causing yeah. some weird issues with the mini display port and i found the it. service manual we and did. i found all the ways to do the replacement right. the problem is to do the replacement and to get the parts it would cost more than to just buy a better monitor so oh boy. when they both die i'm just going to end up with replacing yeah. the monitors even though these are good monitors uh it's just not worth yeah, the time and effort to take it apart and Replace the all-one cable. Is it got a VGA yeah. port on it? No, <laughs> it's just so. got the all-one cable that's mini there display you go. port. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my 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 thought is, if you've got a laptop that's got a Thunderbolt connector on it, and you're still using a VGA monitor, hey, your priorities are wrong. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! You know, until last year, was it last year? Yeah, I think until last year, I I, I didn't have. Well, it had a VGA port. But I was still had a DVI monitor that didn't have HDMI sure. on it. Sure. But you this know? is a dock that you've plugged into a Thunderbolt port. Yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, I finally replaced it, by the way. Yeah. So I'm okay. now modern. Everything has HDMI, which is sure. kind of nice. Or yeah. USB-C. One has USB-C and Maybe. HDMI, which is very nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, speaking, speaking of old, new, old stuff, you know, there's so many Windows... Uh, well, Windows PCs, laptops that cannot be upgraded to, that to Windows 11 or whatever comes after it. I'm kind of wondering what's going to happen to people in, I guess it's next year now, October 2025, when Windows yeah. 10 support completely ends. I mean, I guess they can still run it, but it'll be insecure. Oh, well. Oh, well. Um, yeah. It'll be interesting to see what happens to people who, you know, don't really care, don't really know. I, I, but, I know. think there's more of those than the than Microsoft wants to admit. Yeah. I think it's going to be millions, millions and millions of people, not just, you know, a few. And then somebody uh, will, some government will sue them and say they have to provide support. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll see. I'm, I'm a little worried I just, for folks. Yeah. I, you know, I have, I just, I, I lied, I guess. I did buy something recently. I bought a little <laughs> HP. I little, bought a little HP. Uh, mini doohickey lap, uh, not laptop, but uh, desktop, oh. under desktop, whatever. One of the tiny oh, form factors. Oh, a little things. like a NUC kind of form factors, like a mini PC. Yeah, I don't know if you're looking at uh, Google Meet, mm -hmm. but I'm, uh, yeah, you yeah. can buy it at uh, Best Buy or Amazon, or whatever. It was under 200 bucks, you know, 
and I had I have a use for it. But uh, one thing I didn't pay attention to is is I can't upgrade it. It'll oh, still work for what I plan to use it for. But at, well, it's a refurbished. Oh, it's a so refurbished Windows Ten, an older processor in it, and yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. It's got eight gig of RAM. It's got a you know two hundred fifty six SSD in it, and it's tiny. It's got a whole bunch of ports on it. It's even got USB C on it. But, uh, I was going to stick it on the back of a a rolling TV I have as a as a you know a roll around video conferencing thing that is that I find useful. We do a I do a Girl Scout thing where we have a committee that meets periodically, and sometimes people need to you know dial in or call in. Yeah, and it's easier to do with a big screen. You got six people sitting around and one person that's remote. It's, yeah, you know, while we'll crowd around a laptop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I've I've got two PCs in my home that cannot be upgraded. Um, an HP laptop and uh, I think a Dell desktop or Acer. I forget. Well, anyway, yes, it's a name brand. And um, I'm just gonna run um, Chrome Flex, Chrome OS Flex on it. I did a quick test the other day and it seemed to work fine on my my laptop. So when Windows 10 end of life's next year or just before it end of life's next year, I'm gonna Back up everything and wipe the drive and run Chrome on it. Why? So they're Microsoft. Just to have a functional, you know, <laughs> screen and stuff. Yeah, I've, I did that on the laptop and it, it, it works fine. I mean, if you're, a, if you kind of like Chrome or. It's a touchscreen laptop too. To have... So. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's... Yeah. So it's a nice laptop. It's just that Microsoft's being, you know, and it's not that old. It's 2019. They're... I'll defend Microsoft here. It, it... You know the stuff that you're running it on. You know by the time they do it, it's their that's an eight eight year old processor family. So yeah, I guess so. I I can I can cut them some slack on that. You can't support things forever. Well, you know, I, I was uh, you know they probably do, don't want to repeat the fiasco with my with Windows Vista, which they allowed to run in anything. But oops, they really shouldn't because that thing XP, was a dog. Which they allowed Never. to run forever. Which is fine because that was great. XP was their greatest yeah. OS <laughs> to me. But like right, Timbuktu, light, I mean, you make speaking. a product that nobody ever has to buy a new one of. Yeah. What's the, um, you run can't customers. you run? Uh, oh golly! In fact, I was just I was just thinking about trying it. Um, React OS, you know the Windows clone. I, oh, I, I don't I'm, I'm kind of tempted to try it now. I might try that too. Yeah, download for zero point. Oh, it's not even one point zero point four point one four. But it's been around for like over well over a decade. I think it had a different name. Um, but React OS, it's a open source yeah. Windows basically. So, okay, I've, I've got it on my browser. Whatever. And I shall download and try it later. Ah, ah, so many things to do. I'm glad I'm retired. I have time. I have time to do stuff. Okay. Alrighty, moving on. And I didn't think we'd have enough to talk about, but we have a lot of stuff. Uh, moving on, I did want to note that The Verge reports um, that uh, Google's working at an advanced version of BARD, kind of like um, how Microsoft is charging for Copilot or OpenAI is charging for ChatGPT. So it looks like that's coming. I wonder how that's going to work. Um, I guess it's you know, consumers because you already have to pay for Copilot. Yeah. yeah. I don't understand that at all. Keyboards are going to have a Copilot key on it. I know. What's the point of that? I mean, can't they just know. use the Windows key and you know, I don't know. Overload the function, so to speak. Yeah, Alt. I don't alt get it. Shift Windows to get Copilot. Yeah. There you go. Yep. You know. Uh, let's see. And also, the digital camera world says there's a Zeiss Holocam, a transparent camera powered by holography that turns glass windows into cameras. Yeah, that should be fun. I, I read that article. I'm, That's interesting. It's very interesting. Isn't it? Yeah. I want to make my picture window into a giant camera so that, you know, I don't have to have like a security cam anymore. <laughs> and then if there's something cool happening outside, you don't just, you know. You know yeah, you don't Google even have to literally. Google you, take a picture. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you don't even have to look out your window to look out your window. So it'll be awesome. I'm, I'm looking forward to that day. Um, and and Swen, did, you put uh, in... If, yeah, yeah. I, I read the article that I was looking at. But uh, they, they did tech cover in the article, of course, and I'll quote it. Of course, there's a yeah. darker potential for such technology. <laughs> Given the current fear around hidden cameras in Airbnbs, 
the idea of every oh. single window or even shower door in a rental property being able to spy on you is a little disconcerting. Yeah. And I added, and they thought air tags were a problem. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? Yeah, yeah. It, yeah, that's going to be, um, it's going to be an interesting world, that's for sure, when this thing is available. On the other hand, explains how Star Trek had video or audio recordings of everything that happened all the time. Because we don't, you never saw cameras, right, in the Star Trek bridge, and yet they could always replay what happened on the bridge for like court martials and stuff, which I thought was very cool. Uh, you got to be a trekker. Okay, what's this calendar spam thing? I didn't read the article yet, Swinn. Oh, yeah, it's well, I my wife actually has been getting um, um, calendar entries that um, are you know a dollar thirty for this new thing you can get or. Uh, we've been trying to reach you about your car insurance type thing, but it's in a calendar appointment. What? And it just shows up on her. It just shows up on her calendar. And some of them what? are, uh, you know, a week long appointment. They're usually a yeah. multi day thing. Um, I've seen it a couple of times on hers. Uh, she had three of them here just recently. You can just delete the thing, but it shows up. And right, what I was it. trying to do is is figure out, uh, you know, how how do you get that to stop? And I found a Krebs article that. But kind of walks you through some of it. I yeah. don't think it's if it's completely, uh, um, you know, definitive on getting rid of that stuff. Right. Uh, it's just another thing that that spammers have found that they can they can log something onto your calendar without you ever having to accept it or anything. So huh. it's I, if you haven't seen it, that's great. You know, um, but yeah, uh, I, I put it in the show notes because yeah. yeah, thank it's you. Annoying. It, yeah, it's annoying. I can imagine. Um, it I I it shows up on her Outlook. Uh, Krebs it tells you how to get rid of it in, on Outlook on your iOS calendar and and uh, Google really Calendar. Really? So apparently it's it's capable in all of them. Um, yeah. I looked to search originally for Outlook stuff, and Microsoft oh. seems to be acknowledging oh. it and is working on a fix. So um, maybe what and what the yeah. the current workarounds right now are as you go into your Outlook settings. And don't let and you you throw basically outside calendar invites into spam, which Good. for some people that might be worthwhile, uh, except for people who actually get calendar invites from people. You know, so if you only manage your own calendar, that would that would work. But there's some auto accept functionality in Outlook that you can turn off, and then there's some spam that you can say if you get a calendar invite, just throw it in the spam. I didn't read completely how you get rid of an iOS or, or uh, Google, but the article has all right. three of them in there, but just something that's happening. Yay. That is, yeah, it's the first I've heard of it, and that's definitely a yuck. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I remember years ago, I had gotten it, you know, probably 10 years ago was when they first started doing calendars family. I remember getting a few things and that it just kind of died away, so I don't know if Google figured out this problem years ago when I was on Google Apps and Microsoft never really had to deal with it, so it's only now Microsoft's dealing with it, but I know Google Apps for a while had a, a problem with calendar spam that they then just fixed, probably by figuring out what the, you know, trading it to figure out what was spam and what wasn't. Wow. Yeah, I think so. I, I, I can't find a real good solid way of getting rid of it. Uh, I, it there's some that kind of implied, hey, just set your calendar settings up so that you don't accept invites from anybody that isn't in your calendar, in your uh, contacts. And I can't find a setting like that. So I, I don't know. And right now it's only happened to my wife. As I have gotten the problem, but we share. We see each other's calendars, so I see it there online. It's, and then i got to go get to her calendar because I can't delete her appointments. Uh, so, oh, and so it fills up your calendar. So, Got it. Yeah, so I'd have to hey remind her, hey, could you get rid of that thing? What thing? Yeah, that calendar appointment. You got, yeah, I don't have a calendar appointment. Yes, you do. Go look at your calendar. <laughs> oh, I didn't put that on there. I know you didn't put that on there. Get it off. <laughs> Just delete it. <laughs> don't de don't Ouch. decline it. There's All there's right. a way I'm sure if you were to pull up the old version of Outlook. And go into permissions that would allow you to delete things that she didn't create. But that's like an advanced ACL that I have not played with in a long time. But that, yeah, it, there's got to be probably, to there's probably whereas you know I could make I could make her calendar invite you could delete it. Yeah, oh, that is still wild. I'm still thinking about about this events from email. Interesting. 
Yeah. Interesting. And yuck. And multi-platform. Yuck. Double yuck. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and next, I, I am interested in your fancy dancy water bottle there, John. Yeah. So I uh, bought at uh, kind of with money that people gave me for Christmas because they didn't know what to get me. I decided to buy a Hydrate Spark Pro water bottle. <laughs> And I had bought a Hydrate years ago, and they had their first generation, which didn't work all that reliably. So I was curious if they'd gotten any better. And while I think I drink enough water and, and liquids, which I, I suppose that is a good purpose for this, I was also just very curious about how often I was drinking from a water bottle if I had it sitting next to me. And the Hydrate Spark will ping every time to the app that you take a sip of water and how much you drank and yeah so it gives you a nice log i put a screenshot in our show notes where you can see and you can log your own things too so like my morning coffee i manually added that in but it makes me think a lot about the behaviors that we have of course i'm a psychologist so i think about this a lot the behaviors <laughs> we have that we're just curious about that we have no good way of tracking the example I use in class a lot is if I'm eating crackers, I, I eat cheese and crackers quite a bit. What do I consider a serving of cheeses? Because if I just sit there and eat as much as I want, well, I eat one, two, three, four, eight servings. Like, what is my level? And the problem with this very often is that in psychology, we know that if we start tracking something, the very action of tracking it will change it. It's called reactivity and if I start weighing how much, even if I weigh the box of cheeses before and after I eat them, I will know I'm going to do that and I will eat less or I will change my behavior. And it's a, it's an interesting thing. So far, I think the water bottle, I'm not always quite sure it's tracking me because it is just sitting there. So I think it might not be as reactive, but I do know that I'm drinking more water, obviously, because I bought it. And of course, if I'm going to buy something for $59.99, I'm going to use it. So I got me thinking about how we quantify ourselves and what are some things that you would want to know behaviors about yourself just for your own amusement that smart technology could eventually give you hmm a bluetooth water bottle i have one too but mine is just a speaker a bluetooth speaker water bottle which i thought was amusing also uh so you got the 24 ounce smart mm -hmm. water bottle what color by the way uh the black so black. just the one i'm the very picture. boring yeah, that is. That I do is, think it's interesting that they also support whatever beverage you want to put in it. So I also may have ordered the tumbler because I was curious about that. Right. And uh, I can set that to just always have coffee in it. So and it'll give you kind of 90% hydration off of coffee, 100% off of water. Uh, so it's kind of nice the app will do all of that calculation they have, for you. Do they have and, beer and steins? It says here that the Hy Hydrate Spark Pro glows when it's time to drink. What color does it glow out of curiosity? And is it very bright? Whatever color you want. Well, really? So it will actually glow. You can set the color. In fact, they have a freemium model where if you want to pay 10 bucks a month, you can get really fancy with your colors. I, I don't bother <laughs> with a subscription for that. But I have it set to basically flash green to yellow right now, and right. you can do whatever color you'd like with it. So Find does it... my bottle. <laughs> yeah. Who wouldn't? Um they make, uh, for some of the more popular ones, they make a base that holds an air tag, you know, that you can, a rubber base that you can stick on a bottle and then it puts, has an air tag in it. Oh, that's pretty good. Um, does this thing, uh, track when you drink or does it tell you when to drink? It does both. So huh. if you are ahead of your goal, it will not bother you. If you're behind your goal, you can set it to bother you and say, Hey, you should be drinking more at this point. Uh, so yeah, if you're ahead of goal, you'll never get any of the notifications, hey, take a drink or whatever. But if you get behind, it will nudge you. Can you can you cheat? Interesting. Does it does it track when you just tip <laughs> it up or or does it do you uh, actually no, have that it's water flow? It's an actual right? weight sensor. Oh, okay. It's an actual weight, weight sensor, sensor in the puck on the okay. bottom. So it okay. does just by weight. And you could add whatever you want in. So if you really don't want to, of course, this is good if you're drinking out of something other than the water bottle, you can yeah. add a manual entry that'll go towards your goal. And you can set your goal completely customizable. It will do an automatic goal for you, but it will also let you just say, hey, I only want to do this one. <laughs> and it writes to Apple HealthKit, which means if you use any app that stores, like, for example, I have a app to track macros and food and all that, and it will sync seamlessly over to that because it's all being stored in health kit oh oh and, and the next question inquiring minds want to know 
did you get the I see there's two different lids. Did you get the straw lid or the chug chug lid? The version I got actually came with both lids. Oh, wow. it was uh, an Apple store. It doesn't have the find my bottle because it's a slightly older version, but it does uh-huh. have the two lids. Uh, I think I'd rather have the two lids, but I've only been using the chug lid lately just because I don't know. Uh, the straw one I will use probably at some point, but not yeah. Yeah. regularly. And it also has a locking lid, which is nice. So, it, you know, it's leak proof. You can turn it upside down with water in it and it won't leak out. But if you throw it in your bag or something, you can lock the lid closed so you don't have to worry about it opening in your bag. Right. And does have a caveat. Timbuktu bag. It does have a caveat saying do not use this product with hot liquids. So it's a cold liquid only. Is it okay to put ice in it? Or is it literally just yes. liquid? Yes. They say you can do ice and you can put it in the fridge. I've had it in the fridge and it doesn't bother the sensor. Occasionally, the sensor will... Get a little freaked out. Uh, the first day or two I had it, it was giving me that it would that I'd gone through the insane amount of water. Uh, but if you use it as directed, where after you take every drink, you kind of put it down on a flat surface and give it some time to settle, ten seconds or so, it's been pretty reliable for me. You know what I don't understand is why the the smart tumbler hydrate sparks smart tumblers more expensive than the the water bottle. Because oh, it's also a lower, a smaller quantity. It's twenty ounces oh, versus twenty-four. John said one of them did coffee. So does the tumbler do coffee? Oh, yeah. The, the tumbler can yes, do it hot, hot beverages. Hot, touch, touch. Ah, yeah. well, there's probably a difference. It. Probably, oh, get, probably insulation or double. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a funky-looking straw, also that it comes with. It's uh, oval-ish. Interesting. Read uh, something on a on a. Oh, wow thread that I was on, on on water consumption. Somebody said, if you really need to buy something that will keep your water cold for four hours, you're not drinking enough water. Yeah. I saw that as well with the, the Stanley controversy uh, yeah, lately yeah. at Target. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I got to tell you, you know, that whole Stanley thing that uh, <laughs> crazed going on. When I first learned about it, well, I first read something is like, uh, I guess you can buy accessories for the, the cup. I read, you know, like uh, something, something lid for Stanley Cup. And I'm like, wow, there was, and there was like a bunch of them, a bunch of, there was, wow, there must be a lot of hockey fans. Then I realized they were talking about the Stanley brand, not the Stanley Cup, yeah, but yeah. And, and, I mean, different Stanley Cup. So I, I was confused for a while until I figured out this was not for hockey fans. Okay. Um, I'm kind of tempted by the smart tumbler. You know, as for leaving your water, I I have a, a really a couple of nice uh, insulated tumblers that you know can keep water cold for like 12 hours or whatever. And I always have water in them because I would just you know refill them every day. I mean, you know, not every day, several times a day. Like especially when I was uh, still working prior to retirement. You know, I'd have put ice, I'd fill up my tumbler with ice and I'd fill up with water and go to work and drink and go to the fountain. We had one of those nice little water fountains with filtered water bottle filler. And um, so you just, you know, put it under a motion detector and it fills your bottle kind of thing. Does it have and, a little uh, counter on it to tell you how many plastic yes, bottles? Yes, a little counter on yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, we got those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you feel yeah, good about fact, your... This was installed, gosh, I think this was installed just before the pandemic. And so I had, you know, pre, post, post, post data on, you know, how many um, times people filled up their water bottle. <laughs> so I could tell when people are starting to come back to the office just by looking at the, you know, my, my data on the counter. Uh, the most used one. There are a couple of them, but I, I knew which one was the most used, the most central one. So that was well, my indication. Yeah, sounds interesting. My wife might be interested in that. She's, uh, the she's very in hydro. Now, the, uh, just the water bottle. Well, She's, she's oh, very and I will have the and tumbler like probably within the next couple of weeks because oh, I did nice. order that just because I was curious about that as well. Yeah. Um, again, you know, I, I get all this data about myself. I have no idea what to do with it. Yeah. But that's okay. <laughs> you know. Yes. As uh. Well, now the Chinese what? have it too, so it's great. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> as one of my stats profs told me decades ago, you know. Data is like money, you know, you, you get it, you keep it, and you're not sure what you might do with it, but it's good to have. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> well, and I, I apply the same information or the same rule, you know, people know that I keep my location available to my spouse and a few other friends, right. et cetera, through Pine Vine. They say, well, don't you worry about that. I said, well, my, my rule is if someone were to call me and say, hey, where are you at right now? And I wouldn't lie to them. 
that wasn't my, my plan, then I don't care if they know where I'm at. And the same thing, if the Chinese call me and in English ask, how much water did you drink today? <laughs> I don't really have any reason to not tell them the truth. Uh, the weird question, but, you know, I, I okay. Well, uh, you know, the thing that I, impresses me the most, John, is that if the Chinese call you and they speak in Mandarin and you know how to answer them, that'd be cool. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm not revealing that to anyone if <laughs> I can do that, so... But it is uh, it is interesting. Yeah, I'm sure there are ways that all of my data that's out there could be used for nefarious purposes. But I just don't have the time on my day to think about all those things. Yeah, I hear you. I, I know the feeling. All right. That's that's and so my water bottle story is I um I reviewed this thing called the Pure Nova Pure Nova Wall Press 24 ounce water purifier, which is a a you know, insulated tumbler. I think it's. But basically, you can. Uh, it has a filter on the bottom and a little press, and so you you put in the the dirty water, so to speak, with particulate matter and bacteria and viruses and whatever else. And you you press down in the bottle, and it squeezes it through the filter into another cup, and with you know within the tumbler, and it's drinkable water. So um, as I was mentioning before we started the the podcast, you know I've tested it for particulate matter, and the way I did it, by the way, is just kind of by serendipity. So I live in, well, you know, we're supposed to be in a, like a first world nation, but where I live, apparently we're like a third world nation because we always have water main breaks and power outages and all this kind of stuff. I mean, it, we used to have power outage every month where I live, but now it's like a couple times a year. It's not as bad. But at any rate, and we just recently had a water main break. Uh, so I keep large jugs of water um, outside uh, just for the day when we have a water main break and, you know, we need to like, you know, rinse your hands off or, you know, flush a toilet or something like that. And so I've got all this water and it, it comes in a tap, but as you might know, uh, water is not potable if you just store it for like ages, even, even sealed water bottles, like, you know, the, the stuff you buy from the store. If you, and I've done this, by the way, <laughs> I've kept a sealed water bottle, a hermetically sealed water, uh, you know, plastic water bottle. Uh, around for years and see what's happened to it and it it basically stuff accumulates in that thing mm -hmm. and so there's visible particulate matter so i took that you know awesome. one of those water jugs with visibly particulate visible particulate matter in it and st stuffed it through the the um the purifier and it did a pretty good job did it do 100 percent uh, actually i did see one or two par particles emerge so um, i'm not sure why it shouldn't have but uh, I have not tested for uh, biological contaminants yet. I, as I was mentioning before we started the podcast, I need to go find some kind of little kit to, you know, to test water pure, purity to further test it. But in a pinch, you know, uh, assuming, you know, you're not drinking from polluted water and you just need to green. And I live next to a stream, by the way, so I need to grab stream water or something. Um, I would try it, you know. I also I also did a sip test and I didn't die from you know some kind of massive bacterial infection the next day or so so I feel pretty good about it and it tasted pretty good you know it was odorless and you know it didn't tasted like fresh water so there you go and it's supposed to be good for the cartridge in it by the way this is all you know analog there's no you don't have a plug in or charge or anything for obvious reasons. It's supposed to um, be good for up to 93 gallons, 355 liters, and each filter is, I think, $30. The, the bottle is 100 bucks. So um, I'm ready for, you know, the fall of civilization. At least I'll have, you know, water I can drink. So I'm not looking forward to the fall yeah. of civilization, but I'm ready for it. Yeah, back when I was camping a lot, scouts, things like that, we had a number of different ways of doing water filtration. Because when I was a little kid, you go to the, you know, you go to the creek and you move the scum aside and you stick your face in and you drink. <laughs> yeah, when I, I get hear older, you. you know, we hear about this Giardia that, that somebody introduced into the water. And you didn't want that, even though scoutmasters really didn't need to care because that usually shows up about two like a week or two after you get the kids back to their home. Yeah. Um, so it's their parents' problem. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, now it's now you can't drink out of anything else. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and and it doesn't well, we have, have the, a lot of cables. Yeah, and you know I've tried um, like uh, I know when I went to mainland China years and years and years and years ago, like we carried like chlorine tablets or something that's yeah. supposed to you know help yeah. filter the water or not it filter, but doesn't purify the water. It doesn't just kill stuff. Yeah, yeah, and it tastes it terrible. Taste great. 
Yeah. yeah. So I was like looking for something water. else. I think I do have some chlorine tablets, like recent chlorine tablets uh, for an emergency. <laughs> At the start of the pandemic, I couldn't find in 95 masks and things. And so I found a backpack, like a survival backpack thing, which had all, you know, like, you know, waterproof matches. And it's a really nice backpack and, you know, a little, um, you know, fire starter and stuff. And it came with a, like a couple of N95 masks. So I bought the whole thing just to have the mask. And I think it has some water purifier stuff in there. I should go look at it again. My, uh, my go bag, you know, in case we have another hey, North Korean missile crisis here, which is fun. Just, just to remind all the preppers that my prep is I plan on either being one of the four out of five people that dies. And if that doesn't happen, uh, I'll go find one of the preppers that's in the four out of five and I'll just take their stuff. So this is my entire prep. Because, you know, uh, people, what you, you know, four out of five people, I mean, what are you going to do when 20, 80% of the population has gone? I'll probably be part of that 80%. So that's probably not for me. I, I get you entirely. That's my goal. That's why I live in a, <laughs> yeah, in a primary, uh, you know, target zone. Well, you know, and and when we had that uh, that false missile alert, I remember I grabbed my Eclipse Urine uh, glasses and I went outside to us. Well, if I'm going to die, I might as well see what they killed me. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, the the last thing you want is of them to say to Todd, he never saw it coming. <laughs> That's right. A lot of people would say, Todd, he saw it coming. He saw it coming. Uh, yep. Right he, through his he didn't do anything about it, but he saw it. Darn right. You're well aware. Yep. You, you'd so probably I've... wind up being that poor guy that you know, survived Hiroshima, Hiroshima <laughs> and then moved to Nagasaki because his house was burned down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then broke your glasses uh, when everyone yeah. else was gone. And yeah. Twilight Zone. I remember time. that episode. Yes. Oh, yes. Classic. Lucas yeah. Meredith, a.k.a. the Penguin. Uh, it would have been better if it had been the Penguin that had been left behind. Uh, <laughs> those two roles put together. <laughs> that would have been funny, yeah. Because the penguin also did wear glasses. Little, yeah, exactly. Little things. Little okay. double double monocle things. Alrighty. Um, yeah. And I guess the last thing, I see, I thought I put an AI thing in here, and I, I, I may have forgotten it, but that's okay. We've had, well, you oh, did up oh yeah. Up, here, up at the very top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When we, we, yeah. we for, I forgot to ask the question related to the kind of the Google Bard Pro. So I'm not sure how many enterprises are going to pay $35 a month per seat for Microsoft Copilot, an enterprise. But would you, I mean, I know people pay for like OpenAI's ChatGPT Pro, whatever, but as a consumer, you know, as a, I don't know, you know, as a consumer just uses it for fun, at least I do. I'm not sure I would want to pay for stuff unless it was bundled in. I think something like it might be bundled in with Google One. I would. Uh, this Bard Pro, but I suspect it's at the terabyte level. Sort of like if you have Google One at the terabyte storage level, then you get Google Meet recording. But if you've got the the tier, you know, the cheap tier like I do, I pay like thirty dollars a year for two hundred megabytes. You you get you get VPN and a few things. You get a few Google Photos tools, but you do not get um, Google Meet recording. So I, I I suspect it's going to be like that. You need to be at the terabyte tier, but We'll see. I'm a Google One subscriber, so you know we'll see if they they have the cheap seats um, filled into that too. I'm not. What are you guys? Are you guys paying for anything like OpenAI, ChatGPT Pro, whatever? Absolutely not. Yeah, I'm I'm not either. <laughs> the the most I do is um, Night Cafe uh, Creator Studio has. <laughs> I, I've thought about buying credits because they will let you create your own models. And I did create a model of myself that is now, I've used a couple of photos. In fact, earlier this week, I posted on my blog, I let AI analyze my uh, replay 2023 playlists uh, from Apple. You know, what is this person like based on these songs? And uh, then I had Night Creator, Night Cafe create a, uh, a picture of me, which looks really crazy. Uh, but that's the only thing I've thought about paying for AI-wise is if I want to do more models like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not sure what would drive me to pay for for AI that, you know, is beyond whatever I have now, like, you know, the free version of Microsoft Copilot, you know, um, or the free version of Google Bard. But we shall see. So two things before we, or at least I think two things before well, I drop a post. On the, on the AI thing, the only yeah. thing I've, I've done, I haven't done any, really anything with it except for some pictures. But, you know, I, it irritates me at this point where I'm doing a, a Bing search 
Yeah. And it pops me into Copilot and gives me this whole paragraph of stuff. I just wanted an answer. I know, think you can search. I you think probably you can. can. Get I just have Yeah, I'm sure you can. But I, I do enjoy being able to create pictures. I have I have tons of of cartoons and pictures in my head, but I can't draw <laughs> worth a damn. Um so with the latest one I could I'll tell you what I did is I asked it to build me a Bigfoot at a potter's wheel. Okay. And it did a great job. As, as and one I does. Harry po- I I yeah. called it Harry Potter. <laughs> I like it. You know, I like it. So so that's that's you know, if I were gonna pay for it, that's yeah. what I would do with it. <laughs> um before we drop off, I just this is for Swin, since I I think he'll he'll buy this just to just to play with it. Because yeah. it's cheap, for one thing. And it's and maybe he can give me some feedback on it. So you know, as you know, earbuds fall out of my ears because I'm a big ear hole. Mm. And, um, and no matter which, you know, which little tips I put on it. But everybody has been raving about this 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 pair of earbuds called the Moondrop Space Travel. Um, if you go to YouTube and look up Moondrop Space Travel, it's all these people, you know, the, all these pundits, reviewers, it's like the best things to slice bread. Is it bad? No. Is it as good as say you know a Pixel Buds or Echo Buds or or um, you know AirPods Pro? Um, some people say it is. I think it's good, but it's got some annoying features like um, like it's kind of hard to take out of the case for me, and also it's so sensitive when you know I just taking out a case activated activates it in terms of starts playing music and stuff or putting it in the case. <laughs> Or even just touching it, it's just really, really, really sensitive. But here's the thing: uh, it's twenty five dollars, and yeah, looking and, at it, and they stick in my ears. I mean, they stay in my ears, like they don't drop out when I walking around. And I haven't tried running with it because you know, running at my age is probably not a good idea anyway. But uh, but they don't fall out my ears when I'm just you know wandering around so, or doing chores and stuff. So so AirPods Pro, t- yeah, AirPods Pro. And even if I put in the huh. big dip, it falls out. Echo huh. Buds are a little bit better. Uh, there's a skull candy. It's fifty dollar skull candy that do not fall out generally, although they have. But so far, these moon drops have not fallen out of my ears. It's kind of yeah. remarkable. They don't look that much bigger. I didn't even change the tip. I just using the default tip, which I think is a medium. Yeah. But I don't think the noise cancellation is as good as the the reviewers on YouTube have been saying. Though they're saying it's like. Not all of them, but you know, some are saying, "Oh, it's wonderful, wonderful." But it's to me, it's like I don't even, I can't even tell when the noise cancellation is on. Any rate, I'm w- I'll wait for Swan or John to go buy, spend twenty five dollars. <laughs> yeah, the I, John. You're gonna have to wait for a while on me. I, my AirPods Pro work fine, and my yeah. ears are the proper size. So I know get, you're so lucky. Get different. Yeah, ears. my AirPods do. I can I can wear either the old, you know, the regular <laughs> AirPods or the Pros. And I can wear the uh, pixel buds. I hate you guys. I hate, I I hate get, all the uh, people who's for yeah, whom they well. Did well. Um, anyway, okay. So great, great session, uh, Swen. Thanks for joining us. Um, Happy New Year, by no the way, to you both. And Happy New Year. And to our Happy buddy Don Sarcinelli, uh, digging himself. I read in the comic uh, today. Uh, hope we make it through <laughs> since it's yeah. an election year. And uh, well, that's why I got that water bottle, you know, for the fall of civilization. Yeah. But. Uh, <laughs> For our buddy Don Sorsinelli, who's digging himself out of a snowstorm in the Northeast, um, best of luck, bud. And we'll, we'll hope you can join us in the next couple of weeks and tell us how you survived the snowstorm. Having been in many a blizzard and having dug out, you know, having looked out a second-story bedroom window and see the snow at my window, um, I sympathize. <laughs> and I'm glad I don't do that anymore. <laughs> any rate, Moldview's Podcast 491. And we'll talk to you next time.